It's an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I don't know if I trust any Chris that spells it with a K. And Eric Fry. Shut up. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's happening out there? Bright and a sunny day out there. Welcome in to another edition of the Stardom Lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. What's happening here? It's Wednesday. You know what that means. And it's March 29th, 2023. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry alongside for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. And we got a good show lined up for you as always. Some good topics lined up for you. Coming up, we'll be covering local sports. All the baseball and softball action that happened yesterday. And get you set for the local schedule today as well. Hit up on those national sports, of course. NBA, Kevin Durant possibly making his home debut tonight after, well, three weeks ago, twisting his ankle there. And we'll check out what happened in the NBA last night, hit up on what happened in the NHL as well, and uh, see what happened on the final day of uh, spring training uh, yesterday as well as we uh, march towards opening day uh, tomorrow a lot of topics on ESPN uh, ramping up their coverage for uh, baseball hey uh, thanks for uh, coming around to that finally noticing that baseball was starting up again and uh, so uh, we have one more division to uh, preview we didn't get to it yesterday and we'll get to it today and it's the uh, National League and American League Centrals that's right we got a White Sox over in the AL Central where will they finish and of course Cubs Cardinals talk coming up here in just a little bit and uh, we'll also need to decide our playoffs and our World Series picks as well because we got to get those in before opening day begins tomorrow so uh, full on baseball coverage coming for you a little bit later in the program so stick around for that and whatever you don't get to here in the Trushel show we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion, of course, find that podcast where you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, on the website, fmradio.com as well. If you want to take a look at the local sports coverage as well, go to the website, fmradio.com and click on our local sports tab there for all the scores and a schedule 
for today as well if you want to follow along here in just a little bit so uh, we're rocking and rolling here on this uh, Wednesday and March towards opening day uh, tomorrow and uh, so uh, let's get it kicked off we got a lot to get to here today so uh, let's hit it off with what we always do and now of course is first things first before we get into the show First things first. And the first things first today is a little basketball news. That's right, and we're sticking with college basketball as the Final Four against set of four this weekend, but that's not what we're talking about with college basketball is concerned. And I mentioned in the podcast that and I remember Eric talking about the danger news mm-hmm. coming back to the U of I, and I mentioned about a certain someone could potentially be putting their name in the transfer portal about rumors in innuendo we don't report on that but it came out later in the podcast that i revealed that uh, jalen epps Mm -hmm. for the illini the guard is uh, putting his name into uh, the uh, transfer portal so it is uh, not around for a long time uh, jalen epps entering his name into uh, the uh, transfer portal so uh first what is your reaction to uh, that news obviously it's not good Right? I mean, I loved his statement saying, I love the culture, I love the community, the Illini, you know, support will always be with me, blah, blah. Then why are you leaving? You're going to be a starter next year. Yeah. And especially, especially uh, head scratching as well, as it seemed like Coach Underwood was always a big fan uh, of his and, and whatnot. And when he wasn't there and played, he was good. I saw a lot of people on social media talking about how oh this is you know a, a product of coach underwood and his coaching style does not fit in with kids today because they did mention that you know underwood called out Epps at times and you know s- could see him kind of talking to him during games a, a little aggressively and stuff like that no this is a product of college basketball travis this yeah. is why it is so hard to go from a okay team to a good team because the players who make you from okay to good can leave and go to a different program after the first year. This is why college basketball, in my opinion, has sunk. This is why we have the final four we have this year that you have made fun of is because all these good players who are not getting playing time at these major schools are leaving and going to other schools where they can be big fish, small pond. Right. And that was kind of the head scratching thing about I don't know if this was playing time because, like you said, you would expect him to be a big, potentially a starter next season for the U of I. Now, I will say this. If we end up hearing that maybe, you know, this has happened before. Maybe there's a family issue. Maybe he just wants to be closer to home. Like, there's a lot of things. Remember, these are still young men who are still trying to figure out life. Right. Let alone basketball, let alone going to college. We both went to college. It's hard, and we weren't trying to play basketball. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, so to me, I, I'm going to hold judgment for a second because I want to see where he ends up. Right. If he ends up in Virginia, somewhere close to Virginia, where he's from, then, you know, you want the guy to be happy. 
first mm-hmm. and foremost. Yeah. But if he ends up going to Gonzaga, if he ends up going to Duke, if he ends up getting in Kentucky, like, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And I uh, remember him from Virginia. You mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, he played in all 30 games uh, uh, for the Illini. Uh, but, uh, you know, I do remember him maybe missing one or two possibly mm-hmm. with the end there the was that yeah. end of the year thing yep. with him going down in practice. Yep. Uh, did start 11 times. He was fifth on the team in scoring 9.7 points a game, third in uh, field goals, a, uh, three point field goals mm-hmm. and assists as well uh, for uh, Mr. Epps there. So uh, yeah, it could possibly be just going back closer to home and whatnot and uh, so uh he just adds to uh, another list of uh players and just like the season where i saw sky clark mm-hmm. walk as well mm-hmm. so uh that was kind of one of the big things that uh fans started clamoring for was that maybe that was one of the reasons why we didn't we weren't as successful late in the year uh because and at times because we had true freshmen at guard positions and uh, Sky Clark and an Epps as well, and Sincere Harris, I guess. Here, here's my thing, Travis, and and I think now that we are a year or two removed from it, I I'm realizing I didn't appreciate it as much when it was happening, and that is you will not see a Trent Frazier esque player who sticks around for five years again. Mm-hmm. It is not going to happen. Yeah, because no. you either have these players who just if if nil and transferring were big when trent frazier was at illini as a freshman he'd probably leave yeah who knows i mean you you obviously can't you know but just based on where illinois as a team was at that point in time right i would have left i mean we weren't that good when trent frazier got there yeah, yeah, that's kind of what people were talking about, about, you know, bring up Trent. Well, he wasn't even a Brad Underwood guy. He was no. recruited by Coach Gross. Yeah. And he just happened to be a guy to stay stick around. Yes. And, again, that is what – you need those foundations. You need to have guys who are on your team believing the culture for a couple of years. And with these new transfer rules, it's hard to do that if Definitely. you're not – a Gonzaga, a Duke, yeah. a North Carolina, a Kentucky. Even some of those players are leaving because say, they yeah. are. They think that they're big fish and they're not getting to play, so they leave. Or they're not getting yeah. the touches they want or whatever the case may be. But for a – yes, Illinois plays in, a, in the Big Ten, which a lot of us will say is the best basketball conference in America. But when March comes around, as we well documented, it is not. Mm-hmm. And kids want to play in March because it helps their draft stock. Let's be honest. Kids who play a long time in March, it helps their draft stock. Yeah, the longer the eyeballs are on you, yeah. the better. So, to me, this is more of a problem. I, again, it goes back to what is going on behind closed doors with this Illinois team. Right. What yeah, is happening? Because we we talked about it. Coach Underwood lost his team at the beginning of the season. We thought maybe it was a Sky Clark issue when he left the team because they started playing better when he left. Yeah. And now we have the way the season ended, and now we have players leaving left and right. Travis, I'm I'm concerned. 
Yeah, I mean, it definitely is fair to have some concerns for sure. Uh, Epps is just another line of people that have uh, gone away. You got uh, Epps, uh, you got Podzinski, who uh, went out to Santa Clara and just uh, killed it, and he's going to declare for the draft, too. Uh, Carbello, he transferred out. Adam Miller transfers out. Uh, You had, uh, I didn't even, I forgot about this one because he went to Missouri, and I forgot about him, but Mark Smith uh, transferred out as well, and a couple others as well. I think you can throw... Um, who was it that was playing for a Duke uh, this season um, that that kind of went away? Uh, his name escapes me uh, right now, but you can add him uh, to uh, the list of players uh, that are gone from the uh, team. And uh, that's very interesting that you bring that up about uh, Coach Underwood and the coaching style or whatnot. And uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. actually responded to as something very – uh, the timing was kind of uh, uh-huh. odd here, and it was particularly odd because it was a tweet from January 4th. Okay. It was a, a video, kind of like a gif a little bit, of Coach Underwood like yelling and screaming, and it was during the Northwestern game uh, and during that horrible game. Uh-huh. Uh, and the tweet was said, thoughts on this coaching style? And it was Coach Underwood yelling and up in right. a couple of players' faces. And Terrence Shane Jr. responds to that tweet saying, Yep, this is how the best coach in the NCAA coaches don't like it, don't come. I mean, I could agree with the more. <laughs> you know what you're signing up for. Yeah, that was kind of was that kind of a little shot at Epps a little bit. I I don't know if it's that or if it's a guy who can easily say this now that he is he coming back. I don't know. It, it's easy to it say that when you're not coming back does have some eligibility left so you know i maybe to to me travis you know this is a case i think of just this illini team slowly losing its identity yeah and and we knew and we knew that that we were losing something when when trent graduated and tomate graduated and everything so we knew that we have players and and this is going to sound so weird we have players that don't appreciate the bad years. Yeah, because we've because we've been good their whole yeah. recruiting process. Ever since they've started being recruited, we've been good. Yeah. They so they come and think it's a good program. It's a Big Ten school. It's got to be a top program. You don't appreciate it, and then when things maybe don't start going as well as they could be, call boo boo face. I'm out of here. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, just as I think it was happening during the recording of the the uh, pod yesterday, but uh, Coleman Hawkins uh, came out and he uh, put stuff on social media and on Twitter uh, saying that he was leaving as well, but he's not entering the transfer portal. He's entering his name into the NBA draft. He still is maintaining his college eligibility, though, and uh, so I don't think it's that big of a deal in the sense that um, you know it used to be when you put your name in about hiring an agent and whatnot. Well, with the NIL stuff, that really isn't that big of a deal anymore. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to be testing the waters uh, at least uh, with putting his name out there to the draft. Yeah, but multiple mock drafts have drivers have him being picked in the second round. In the second round. Early in the second round. Yeah. And they also have, uh, by the way, Shan Jr. being picked in the second early round. in the second round. So I'm I'm going to offer you, Travis, Doomsday. 
<laughs> doomsday scenario. Both Hawkins and Shan Jr. leave. They go to the draft. Yeah. What is left of this Illini team? What do we have? We got Danger. Danger coming who back. Who is hot and cold at times. Great rebounder. Good defender. Mm-hmm. Offensively, a mm, couple question marks at times. Still some work, yeah. We got Goody. Goody, yep. If he can stay healthy, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Harris. Yep, he's coming back. Your boy Melendez? I would think he's sticking around, but he hasn't really definitively said. Ty Rogers? Hasn't said. That's it for the most part, right? Yeah. Unless I'm missing something. Lieb. Yeah, Lieb could finally make that that jump in there. Got some sparing minutes. I but then, you know, of course, we use what college basketball does. We use the transfer portal and uh, see about other players coming in. How many times are you can get bit by it? I know. It, Illinois is in this weird case where, you know, as you have mentioned, Travis, you have said it. Illinois got the two best fish in the transfer portal this past offseason. They did it. it did, they got yeah. the two biggest. And what did it get us? 20 wins and a first-round exit. Yeah. For a year. Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. If we're still playing this weekend, we say yes. Obviously it was worth it. We're not. I still say that it was was worth it. But was it worth it when you think that possibly if Mayer isn't there, and and well, if Terrence Shane Jr. isn't here, we don't win the UCLA game and we don't win the Texas game. But if Terrence Shannon Jr. isn't here, does Epps start the whole season and he stays? No, he doesn't start the whole year. It's because Kai Clark was was still here and he was starting. I think Kai Clark would have been replaced anyways midway point of the season. Nah, I don't think if he get if he gets injured. I don't, I don't. If he doesn't get injured, I don't know if he he gets replaced. But it's a case of you can't build anything when you have one year seniors coming in. College basketball is. Uh, I I know that's the problem. I'm trying to say, <laughs> Travis. When you're trying to grow a program, one year seniors coming in as transfers are not going to help you. Yeah, I know. So if Illinois is fine being a mid pack team every year. And being an eight, nine, you know, somewhere between a six and a ten every March. That's what we're getting. Yeah. I would much rather see them try to be aggressive getting freshmen to come in. But at the same yeah. time, they're leaving. Exactly. This is multiple four plus star recruits who have left Coach Underwood. Yeah. Yep. So again, true. as I said, if you're Illinois, you are in a no-win situation right now. It feels like right transfer portal doesn't work out for you. Recruits who should be stars aren't, or they just leave mm-hmm. because whatever reason, don't like the style, don't like the minutes, don't like the touches, don't like having to play defense. Whatever the case may be, yeah, they leave. Mm-hmm. So every year you're restarting. Yep. Right. And, uh, you know, it's not just uh, an Illini problem. I know that we talk a lot about that, but it's, you know, as pretty much as a whole. Yeah, it's a college it's basketball problem. Everybody does that and everybody has t- 
teams that that leave or transfer portal in and out. But so a lot of those teams and a lot of those coaches are prepared for it. You think of Coach Calipari, Travis? He's been doing this from before the transfer rule started because he would have yeah, freshmen come in done. who would go. Yeah, he revolutionized <laughs> that. He was kind of the the flag bearer of it. Yeah, and then it kind of advanced and it kept advancing and advancing and advancing. Those programs and those coaches can sustain that. Right. Illinois is not a program that can sustain it. Because in the past decade, we've been good 50% of the time. In the past decade. Mm, yeah. It, again, you take out the three years of Kofi and Io. Mm-hmm. We're a bottom of the Big Ten team. Yeah, bottom half, probably. And I would say well. it, it goes back to Illinois as a program cannot succeed against good teams. We talked about it all year long, about how they can't win teams that were in the tournament. They couldn't beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that just goes to show just the the streakiness of the team as a whole, and the the craziness of college basketball as a whole. And the Big Ten, as well. more so yeah. than anything, on any given night, any Big Ten team can lose. We mm. we know that. Yep. But again, what are you trying to build as a program? Yeah. When you have that answer, then you can move forward. And unfortunately, I don't think Illinois has that answer. And my question is. As we get further and further away from those one seed years of Io and Kofi, what is the fan base's enthusiasm going to be? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that this uh, school will always be a basketball, a basketball school, and will be will be rabid. Yes, like usual. But how many years can you take being mid pack? Not before that many you just anymore. start before you just start going there's other things to do um, no. yeah I mean it's just the the same problem that we see in other other sports as well perfect time for the girls team let's go fighting Illini girls That's basketball right. yeah now's your time first year of a new regime now's your time step in there make the tournament for a couple of years in a row yeah fan base will show up right yeah they proved especially it especially if, if the, if the up boys team Starts going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Football program, same thing. Yeah. Now's your time. Now's the time, and now's the time for the football program to uh, rise yes. up and uh, take advantage. And uh, so uh, we'll see where Epps lands in the uh, portal. We'll uh, see where uh, Coleman Hawkins goes in the draft or maybe wants to come back and test the waters at the collegiate level. We'll have to see, and we'll have to see if any more uh, people leave the Illini uh, program. I think that it's uh, the portal is still open yes. for people to uh, put their names into it for uh, about a couple more weeks, two or three weeks or so. So uh, let's come back and let's talk about high school sports, baseball, and a softball coming at you here on the starting lineup up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. 
This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You know what they say, spring showers will bring the flowers. Fresh vegetables and green lawns and healthy shrubs. But only if you plant them. And you can't plant them. If you don't buy them. Well, you can find everything you need right here from local businesses. Gardening tools, soil, landscaping services, tree trimming, seeds, starts. Local experts know what will grow best right here. So you can grow your garden. While you help grow the local community. By shopping right here. Oh, I could use a new umbrella and a raincoat and maybe some new shoes. And I'm thinking about getting back into running and biking. Look for local spring sales. And get some exercise. Spring cleaning is a good start. Tidies. The Medicine Shop at 600 West Jordan Street in Newton. Paler Pharmacy at 203 South Main Street in Dietrich. Niemer Steakhouse. So delicious, always special. Niemer Steakhouse. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6759. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-6759. That's 800-575-6759. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lowe's MVP's bonus days are back for pros. Right now, buy a DeWalt 20-volt max power stack battery two-pack at $199 and get a select DeWalt Fair tool free. Plus, earn three times the bonus points on all Metabo HPT tools and products. Shop even more savings and bonus points offers during MVP's bonus days at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. About 320 through 331. Subject to change. Selection varies by location. While supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. And now... The starting lineup. It is disrespectful to have the softball national championship at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. What is that? On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in here to the uh, starting lineup, 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. Set up on uh, some uh, local sports, some uh, local baseball and uh, softball action from yesterday. We'll start off here at the top. It was Tatopoulos getting the win over Breeze Modern Day, a 10-2-5. As it was a high-scoring affair early on as both teams scored a four runs in the bottom of the first and top of the first as well. Modern Day put up one more in the top of the second, but that would be the, all the scoring that Modern Day would end up doing. Uh, Shoes would put up four more in the bottom half of the second inning, and they would also get more runs in the third and a sixth to finish off the scoring there for the uh, Shoes. As it was Lawson picking up the win, uh, he went four innings, giving up four hits, five runs, and four walks and two Ks. Uh, Waldoff and Seamer both had a couple RBIs for Topless as well as they pick up a win. It was FEM getting the win over Altamont 4-1. FEM got three in the top of the third. Altamont got one back in the bottom of the fourth, but then one more for FEM in the sixth. Finishes off the scoring there. Uh, Harper and Raditz got credited for RBIs for the Hearts. Uh, Nichols gets the dub on the mound. He went four innings, three hits, one run, four walks, and two Ks. Uh, Webb in relief only gives up one hit in three innings of relief. Only scoring for Altamont yesterday was Hamer, who has sent one over the fence as he had a homer on RBI. Uh, Robinson got hit with a loss on the mound. He went five innings, five hits, four runs. Three of those were earned. Five walks and eight Ks as well. Uh, Schultz came in in relief and picked up a, a strikeout in two innings of work, but it was FEM picking up the win over the Indians. It was St. Anthony, a big winner over Flora, 16 to 2. Flora's only uh, runs came in the uh, first and uh, second innings, and that was it as St. Anthony busted wide open in the third inning, a 10 spot in the third as they would cruise to the victory. Jansen gets the win on the mound. He went three innings, didn't give up a hit, run, or, and he had two walks and a five Ks as well. Uh, Levitt had a home run and three RBIs. Uh, Larson had three RBIs as well, and Repke and Jansen both picked up two RBIs as well. It was a North Clay getting the win over uh, Dietrich by the final of a 10 to a 7. It's had a lot of runs scored, obviously, for North Clay. Uh, Dietrich picked up a couple in the top of the third. And North Clay got one back in the third in the bottom of the half of that third inning. And then in the bottom of the fourth, Cardinals pick up three. And then six more in the bottom of the fifth. Hey, Dietrich tried to come back in the seventh. Mm-hmm. They picked up a five spot. In that inning, but uh, couldn't quite complete the uh, comeback uh, there. Uh, Compton picks up the win in a relief as he goes one inning, only giving up one hit, one run, and striking out three of batters. Uh, Booze, he got the start in this one. He only went three innings, giving up a couple of hits, and a strikeout seven of batters. Over on the uh, Dietrich side, uh, pitching-wise, uh, Dill gets hit with a loss as he went four innings, giving up five hits, four runs, a couple walks in, uh, three Ks there. And it was Niebuhr and Baxter in relief for the Maroons. Uh, leading the way offensively, it was uh, Booze. He had three RBIs, so did Jones as well. And it was Widener picking up a, a couple RBIs for the Cardinals. In the win over on the other side for Dietrich, it was Funiman driving in three runs, and Dill also drove in four runs as well. And both of those guys went deep in the game. 
as well. But North Calais picking up the uh, conference win there. It was Nioga over a St. Elmo Brown or Brownstown St. Elmo at nine to a six in uh, this one as Nioga scored two runs in the first, second, and a third inning. They added two more in the bottom of the sixth as well. Brownstown tried to make it a game in the top of the seventh, scoring four runs, but couldn't complete the comeback there as it was Nioga picking up the win. And it looks like they did not have anyone get credited for any RBIs, so uh, scored all those runs on airs. But Reynolds picks up the win on the mound, and uh, Stein takes the loss for Brownstown. He went a couple innings, six runs, four hits, seven Ks, and four walks as well. Forbes looks like he led the way with a couple RBIs. For Brownstown, it was uh, South Central getting the win over Morbury Grove, a 15 and two and nothing. South Central scored early and often, five in the first and six more in the uh, second inning. Uh, Watwood leads the way offensively, had three RBIs and a handful of guys picked up RBIs for South Central. Nearly everyone picked up at least one rib. And Dunn picked up the win on the mound. He went three innings, only giving up a hit and striking out two. It was a win just two straws, winning in a close one over Newton, a seven to a six. As runs were uh, plenty yesterday, wins just two straws put up a, a crooked number there in the uh, fifth inning. And uh, Newton scoring one on the top of the seventh, but uh, wins just two straws closing the door on the comeback there. Uh, Reach, he had uh, three RBIs for the Eagles. Uh, Flowers and Jansen both drove in a run. And uh, Jordan Wittenberg led the way. And Gurgle led the way for the Hatchets. They had a couple RBIs. Morris gets the win on the mound. And Mahaffey takes the loss for Newton. It was Cumberland over Lawrenceville, a 2-1. Edwards County shutting out Robinson, a 7-0. Fairfield defeated only 11-4. Princeton over Mount Carmel, 3-2. Mohamed Seymour over Olympia, 12-1. Lincoln over Tri-Valley, 6-4. Lincoln Prairie, Arthur Christian over Decatur LSA, 14-4. Taylorville over Argenta, 9-1. Shelbyville all over Tuscola, 19-5. Warrensburg-Latham over St. T, 5-3. Sullivan over Clinton eight to four, and Macon Meridian over Central A and M nineteen to eight, and at South Central Conference Staunton over Auburn fifteen to four, and Williamsville shutting out Pena ten to nothing. Over on the softball side of things, we had Altamont get the win over Cumberland a five to a four. Cumberland had a couple runs in the first and a third innings. Altamont ties it up with two in the fifth and also in the sixth inning as well, and they put up a in the bottom of the seventh inning or the bottom of the seventh inning, to walk it off there against the Pirates. Uh, Limke, she led the way both in the circle and at the play as she went seven innings, only giving up four hits, four runs, walking nobody and striking out 13 as well. And she also sent one over the fence and picked up a couple RBIs as well. Osteen, Sieber, and Grunlow pick up RBIs for the Indians in the win. It was Winsor's two straws over Dietrich, 15 and two, a nothing. Winsor's two straws picking up uh, crooked numbers in the second inning, four runs in that inning, and six in the third. Uh, Hayes gets the win in the circle. She goes five innings, only giving up three hits, and a striking out five. Niemerg takes a loss for Dietrich. Hayes also drove in three runs at the plate as well. 
and it was uh, Okaw Valley over Brown uh, Saint Elmo Brownstown ten to nothing, and North Clay Clay City defeated Weber eight to uh, three here as uh, Mo Hance was leading the way in the circle and at the dish as well. She goes seven innings in the circle, walks four, gives up three hits, but strikes out fifteen batters, and also sent one over the fence and had four RBIs as well. Uh, Cartwright also had a couple RBIs for North Clay as well. It was Newton get the win over Palestine at 16 to nothing, and it was a, a four-inning perfect game for Coker as she goes four innings, doesn't give up a walk, doesn't give up a hit, and strikes out six there in the 16 to nothing win over Pallet. Very good performance. Not a perfect game, but very good. Four-inning perfect game. No. They, no, all, count. they no, all count the same. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, Newton picking up a, another win. I believe that's uh, four or five in a row now to start the uh, spring season for the Eagles. It was all in the over Fairfield, a 7-4. to four. South Vigo over KZ. And, well, actually, they tied at three uh, from the score that I saw. It was Marshall over Robinson, 11-3. It was FEM over Tolona Unity, 5 to nothing. All the runs come in the sixth inning for the Hearts. Uh, Natalie Armstrong, she gets the win in the circle. She goes all seven innings, giving up five hits and uh, no runs and strike out five. Uh, Kristen Armstrong, she drives in a couple of RBIs, and Abby Cunningham and Donaldson pick up other RBIs for the Hearts in the win. There's also Mount Zion getting the win over Totopolis, so 13 and 2 is 6. Mount Zion with four runs in the second inning. Topless tries to come back there. They get three in the third, also three in the fifth, but Mount Zion picks up three more in the bottom of that fifth inning and five more in the bottom of the sixth to get the win. Uh, Kennedy, she gets the win in the circle. She also uh, drove in a couple for the Braves. Uh, Niebuhr led the way of four. It's topless. She drives in four. And Gibson and Altoff both have RBIs as well. Tipton gets the loss in the circle for the shoes. It's Charleston over Danville, 15 to nothing. Hillsborough over Taylorville, 12 to 8. Uh, Making Meridian over Central A&M, 16 to 4. Lincoln Prairie, Villa Grove over Georgetown Ridge Farm, 12 to nothing. Oakwood over Tri-County, 15-7. Deer Creek over Blue Ridge, 14-3. And finally in the South Central Conference, it was Pius Oliver, Carrollton, 20-4. And Auburn over Pena, 9-3. Schedule for today on tap, we got Paris against Windsor Stew Straws in baseball. Also South Central at Vandalia, Little Illini, Cumberland at Casey, Lawrenceville hosting Carmine White County, Marshall at Oakwood. In the Apollo, we got Shelbyville visiting FEM, Lincoln Prairie. We got Villa Grove at Georgetown Ridge Farm, Central Illinois, Tuscola at Alla, Hayworth at Warrensburg Latham, and Decatur St. Theresa hosting Riverton. South Central Conference, Hardin Calhoun at Staunton, Pawnee at Carlinville, Nokomis at Gillespie, Breeze Central at Greenville. And in softball today, we got uh, St. Anthony squaring off against uh, South Central. Finally, uh, St. Anthony getting in action as this is the first game of the spring season for them. Oh, goodness. <laughs> weather has not been kind. Yeah, weather has not. Mother Nature not too kind for the Bulldogs. I know they're really excited about finally <laughs> getting to play a game. Uh, making Meridian travels to Windsor to take on Windsor's two straws. Little Illini, Olney at Lawrenceville. Paris at Tuscola, Villa Grove at Casey, 
Apollo Yacht, uh, Metamora, Mount Zion, Normal Community at Lincoln, Taylorville hosting Porta, Central Illinois, Sullivan at Clinton, Lincoln Prairie, Villa Grove at Casey, Heritage hosting Urbana, Saragordo at Tri-City, Oakwood hosting Blue Ridge, South Central Conference, Father McGivney at Carlinville, Ramsey at Litchfield, Greenfield at North Mac, and finally in uh, a, a track meet at Flora today with North Clay, both boys and girls competing in there in Flora. Again, check out the website for the full schedule that I ran through. Weather will not be a factor today. Weather should not be a factor at all. It should be absolutely gorgeous out there today with the sun shining brightly, as I can see it out the window Mm -hmm. there. All right, so uh, let's turn the page in. Let's hit up on some more national sports. Let's hit up on uh, some NBA and NHL from last night and take a look at tonight's action coming up here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important. Employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products. Or learn more at PeakinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Hi there. I'm here to tell you a little about this new program called Save to Help Illinois. Maybe you know somebody who's being bullied, or worse, thinking about hurting themselves or others. If you don't feel safe telling an adult about the things that are happening around you, check out Safe to Help. Safe to help. It's not about snitching or getting someone in trouble. It's about helping one another out. You can call. You can text. You can download the free mobile app, and it's all over social media. So what do you say? Let's give it a try. Brought to you by IEMA. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Score. Pass. Out of bounds. Those are sports words. Some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen. Like drive. Drive is another sports word. And drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. You might say those savings are on par with the best in the league. (laughs) You see, par is also a sports word, so I know you're still listening. And that's called covering our bases. Okay, I'm done now. But I'm serious about drivers saving big with Progressive. Now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for all the card combo orders. And now, the starting lineup. Caught! It's going to be caught! And for a touchdown! No! On 98.9 The Game. No! Hey 
Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues avoided disaster with a 6-5 win over the Vancouver Canucks at the Enterprise Center. Blues led by three at the end of the second period, but the Canucks scored three times in the final 22 minutes to tie the game. Quinn Hughes scored the equalizer with under a minute left in regulation. However, Jacob Verana knocked in the game winner less than 30 seconds into overtime. The Blues remain in sixth place in the Central, 74 points, and a 34-34-6 record. They visit the Blackhawks tomorrow. The Cardinals are back in town, getting ready for the start of the MLB season tomorrow. Cardinals gearing up for their opening day game against the Blue Jays, which you can hear right here on 98.9 The Game. The Cardinals trying to make the postseason for the fifth straight season. They've also finished with a winning record in each of the last 15 seasons. Miles Michaelis will start tomorrow's opener. The Blackhawks are on a six-game losing streak following their 4-1 loss to Dallas Stars at the United Center. Chicago managed just 18 shots on goal during the contest and gave up the first four goals of the game. Blackhawks host the Blue Lake team 108 on Sunday before falling to the Clippers the very next day. Chicago's 10th place in the Eastern Conference at 36-39. and They're holding on to the final play-in spot by a game and a half over the Washington Wizards. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Marks and Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits. And uh, the Wizards picked up a win last night against the uh, Celtics. So, yeah. uh, not good for Chicago. Nope. So, 130 to 111 in those uh, pink uniforms Ugh. that they wear. Don't like them. <laughs> Great cause. Don't hey. like them. City Connect uniforms are back this year for MLB. Uh, Six more teams going to be doing Cardinals them. yet? Nope. Nope. Next year. Can't wait there. People complain about that. Oh, don't worry. When we see the City Connect jerseys, we will have a fashion show right here on the starting lineup. Yeah, definitely. So I can complain about them. Yeah. Atlanta Braves have already revealed what theirs look like. Um, other games from the NBA last night. The Hawks say uh, squeaked by the Cavs, 120 to 118. And Donovan Mitchell's 44, not good enough to beat Atlanta. Raptors over the Heat, 106 to uh, 92. Heat were without a uh, Jimmy Butler in uh, this one, a late scratch. Grizzlies got the win over the Magic, 113 and 108. Hornets over the Thunder, 137 to 134. And the Warriors come back. They were down 20 points. But uh, they come back to win over the Pelicans, 120-109. to Steph Curry goes off for 39 in the win last night. As he has a little bit of a motivation, uh, said uh, that they lit a fire underneath him about uh, the way that people have been talking about the Warriors this season. So they pick up the win last night, and they come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, games going on uh, this evening in the NBA. We got the Bucks in Indy to take on the Pacers, Rockets, Nets, Heat in New York to take on the Knicks, uh, Mavs is 76ers, Lakers are in town to take on the Bulls, Clippers against the Grizzlies, uh, Pistons, Thunder, Jazz, Spurs, Timberwolves, Suns, Kings, Blazers, and uh, that uh, significant one is the Timberwolves versus the uh, Suns as uh, Kevin Durant possibly be making his uh, home debut finally there for Phoenix. All the games that he's played in so far were on the road. He was set to make his home debut three weeks ago until he turned his ankle in warm-ups, but it looks like he could be making the home debut tonight. Yes. Against Minnesota. So uh, one thing to look out for. And, of course, that's the second game on ESPN uh, tonight. And the other one is the Mavs and 76ers. Uh, we'll see if Joel Embiid is good to go for tonight's game. You know, he set out the other night. So we'll see if he's good to go tonight. Mm-hmm. 
And, of course, the Lakers coming to town, and the Bulls just beat them out west. Yeah, we did. LeBron, like I said, worst uh, record against a team that he's played 60 times is the uh, the Bulls. Yeah, how about that? So uh, we'll uh, see what happens uh, tonight. Uh, Let's turn over to uh, the NHL. As the Bruins, they couldn't get it done last night. They beat the or they got beat by the Predators two to one. So uh, that possibility of making history there, you needed that one, and didn't get it. Uh, like Eric mentioned in his Sports Center, had the Blues. They won an OT over the Canucks, took it to overtime, but uh, picked up the uh, win. Their Lightning, they shut out the Hurricanes four to nothing. Our Red Wings seven to four against the uh, Penguins. Four goals in the third period gets it done for mm-hmm. Detroit. Rangers six to two over the uh, Blue Jackets. Flyers three to two over the Canadians. Stars drop the Blackhawks four to one. Flames two to one over the uh, Kings, and uh, Oilers over the Knights seven to two of four. And this one, Connor McDavid adds on to his point total, three assists last night in the win. Uh, Drysdale picked up a goal as well. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, Sharks shut out the Jets three to nothing. I was gonna say we, I mentioned it in the Sports Center hit, but traps the Blackhawks, eighteen shots on goal. Yeah, that is. That's a low total there. Is, is it? Do a lot of teams get 18 shots on goal in a period sometimes? Sometimes, right? yeah. Okay. Just, just making sure. But an entire game, that's nuts. That is a, a little more than that, – that's six shots a, a period. <laughs> yeah. It's six. Super, <laughs> super low. Uh, small schedule tonight for the NHL. You got the uh, Pacers in uh, Toronto, or Pacers, Panthers in uh, Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs. Uh, Islanders squaring off with the Capitals in Wild going up against the Avalanche. And uh, the two games on TNT tonight are those two games, uh, the last ones that I just mentioned there in that one. And uh, let's see. Um, still don't have anyone clinching from the uh, Western Conference. Mm. Uh, but we did have the uh, Devils clinch a playoff spot as well as the Rangers have uh, clinched a playoff spot. So uh, that means we only have the uh, three more really remaining lightning probably closing in on that. Uh, Islanders and Penguins currently in the wild card spots there in the Western Conference. The Jets holding on. Flames needed that win last night against the Kings, and they got it as they trail now by two in the point department for the Jets for that final wild card uh, spot uh, there. So, uh, all right. So, well, let's uh, close things down with uh, Major League Baseball and uh, the closing of a Major League Baseball spring training from yesterday. And we also got the NL Central preview coming up Mm -hmm. in the uh, pod as well. But we're closing out with spring training coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. 
In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Finally, baseball is back. Swing into the season with tickets to the action. Plus, with basketball and hockey heating up, now is a great time to experience a game. Vivid Seats is proud to be the official ticketing partner of ESPN. From on the glass to in the stands, Vivid Seats has great ticket prices to all the games. Every crack of the bat, every dribble down the court. Catch it all with Vivid Seats. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advanced can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $37.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. And now, Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup trophy. Tigers enter at 4-5, and five, while the Gamecocks are 5-4. and four. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with the sickness as he's dealing with an illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. The starting lineup. Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup on 98.9 and the game. I thought that right was a there. good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was I I definitely wrote that down to uh, save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9, the game. To the starting lineup here on 98.9. Only here on 98.9, we say a little bit longer. Yesterday it was the closing of a spring training for baseball as everyone making their way to their cities today and getting set for tomorrow. And we'll be previewing the Centrals coming up in the pod, American League and National League Centrals coming up so stay tuned for that but it was the Phillies getting the win over the Blue Jays yesterday a six to five to closing it out Nationals three to nothing over the Yankees Braves seven to five over the Red Sox Twins seven to five also over the Pirates Rangers five to three over the Royals 
Brewers eight to one over the Rockies. Cubs win the Battle of Chicago eight to five over the White Sox. So, uh, Cubbies finish at seventeen and twelve on the spring. Yeah, so, good little spring for them. And the most attended ballpark in spring training uh, in uh, Arizona. Hmm. Interesting. And the uh, Diamondbacks over the Guardians three to one. And your Cactus League champions are the. Uh, Los Angeles Angels. And they uh, win with the best record in the Cactus League. They won over the Dodgers 13 to 2 5. So the Angels finish at 18 and 11 on the season. I need to revise spring. my my West picks, Travis. You may need to do uh, that. <laughs> obviously. As uh, like I mentioned, Cardinals Grapefruit League champions and now the Angels Cactus yep. League. They won it by a half game over the Royals. They were, Royals were really good. Uh, this spring. We'll see if it translates. Cubs, they have finished one game back in the Cactus League. So yeah, we'll see if it transfers. And uh, couldn't quite get it done. So uh, we will see uh, what is in store for the uh, Central. See if anything uh, translates there. We'll see if anything translates for the Angels as well. As uh, we just before we were on the air, the uh, Greeny was talking about the pitch clock as they uh, released some uh, information, some more information, and it uh, reportedly has saved 26 minutes off of spring games this season. Doesn't sound like a lot, but eh, 26 minutes is still pretty uh, significant for a, a baseball game. So uh, everybody will have to uh, try to get used to uh, the rules Coming up on a Thursday, and we got a spring training, or we got real baseball, real baseball tomorrow. coming up tomorrow as it's a three o'clock first pitch. But our broadcast starts way before then, as it is one thirty-five will be the pregame show start, and that of course with the opening day ceremonies there in a Bush Stadium uh, taking place. Kind of odd. Open up with the Blue Jays, Bob. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll get to uh, the uh, Cardinals and the uh, Cubs as well coming up in the pod. Cubs opening up there at Wrigley against Milwaukee. Also, don't forget tonight, right here on 99, the game we have NBA basketball as the Dallas, the slumping Mavericks take on the uh, 76ers. That game mm-hmm. starts at six o'clock. So six o'clock. Tune in. Point that out. Yeah, tune in so you can hear that uh, awful Dallas team. Thanks, Kyrie. <laughs> And maybe uh, without Embiid as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's definitely going to be a barn burner of a game. <laughs> All right. So catch us in the uh, pod, and uh, we will talk to you there. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. So enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome in to overtime of the start in a lineup. And got a good uh, overtime session uh, lined up for you today mm-hmm. as we got our preview of the last division. We previewed the East, we previewed the West, and we need to uh, central yes. location the yes. AL and NL Centrals, home of the White Sox and the Cubs and uh, Cardinals coming up and we got also got to get through our playoff and playoffs. world series picks as awards. well awards and awards yes i did 
have awards. So we also have NASCAR Pick'em. NASCAR Pick'em. Spoiler pick alert: We have a show or two the next couple of days where it'll just be me by myself. Travis yeah. is going to take a couple of days off and yeah, enjoy off. some time off. So, uh, so we got to do NASCAR, we NASCAR pick Pick'em today. Wow. And uh, Travis, there's an event going on this weekend that I'm sure you have some takes on. You'd like to talk <laughs> about maybe. Or maybe that'll be your top three on Monday. We'll just wait and see. Maybe, possibly. I I hope so. I hope some are included in that top three. Oh, and I looked up the First City Connect jersey, and I have some strong feelings about it. (laughs) Strong feelings on the it's going to be on the field next Tuesday. Yeah, I was going to say they're debuting it pretty uh, early on. Got to get into it early. Yeah, uh, the Atlanta Braves. Yes. Going to be the first one trotting them out there. So I got some some strong feelings about it, and we'll we'll talk about that as well in this pod. We got a lot. We do. A lot of get. So we might as well just get into it, right? All right, let's clean up stuff from sports center. A few of the finalists for the Basketball Hall of Fame have been revealed. ESPN reports that Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowinski, Paul Gasol are among the finalists who will be elected into the Hall of Fame. The report also includes guard Tony Parker, WNBA player and current head coach Becky Hammond, and NBA head coach Greg Popovich. The official announcement of the class of 2023 will come during the Final Four in Houston this weekend. Travis, that's a great night for uh, Greg Popovich, right? I mean, he coached Paul Gasol, coached Tony Parker, mentored Becky Hammond, and himself going in the Hall of Fame. Might as well call it the Greg Popovich class. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say that Paul Gasol is a... He coached he him. Coach he him coached him. For like a couple of years. I, I know, but he still coached him. I guess. I wouldn't say he's a... No, I wouldn't say he's a pop guy, but yeah. he coached him. So That's true, he did. Um... <laughs> Shocking news, Ben Simmons' season is done. Nets head coach Jacques Vaughn confirmed on Tuesday that the team is shutting down Simmons for the rest of the season. After consultations with team doctor and multiple specialists, it was determined that the guard is just going to begin a rehab program. Simmons has missed a total of 33 games this season with knee and back injuries. 26-year-old has two years remaining on his contract, and he's getting paid $37.8 million next year and $40.3 million a year after that. Smart Uh, investments. Yeah. Uh, huh. Can we give up on this guy, right? I mean, I mean yeah, call it good. I've, already, I've already given up. Yeah. Uh, one of the top college basketball players in the country has made his decision on his future. Baylor star freshman guard Keontae George is declaring for the draft. ESPN currently has him ranked ninth overall in the upcoming draft class. Uh, NFL League meetings continue in uh, Phoenix on Tuesday, where they voted on several rule changes. The NFL Network reports that the league has approved the proposal that will allow players to wear the number zero. So get ready for that. Uh, As the NFL continues to build towards being a safer game, it was announced that guardian caps will now be mandated for running backs and fullbacks at every preseason practice, as well as every regular season and postseason practice that includes contact. And one rule that owners did reject was the proposal to make roughing the passer penalties reviewable. League meetings will wrap up today, and uh, I did see that they are adding Thursday night games. So every team will now have two, um, I believe. Yeah, I did. I did see see that as well. Yep. Uh, Packers head coach is admitting the transition from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love will take some time. Matt LaFleur spoke at the NFL meetings in Phoenix on Tuesday and reiterated the expectations for Love should be realistic. He said, quote, I think we're fooling ourselves if we think we're going to go out there and perform at the level at, to the likes of an Aaron Rodgers. Love's going into his third season and has just one NFL start in his career. Meanwhile, a new report from Yahoo reveals a major sticking point in the Rodgers to Jets deal. New York wants a 2025 draft pick in case the star quarterback retires after one season. Hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. 
Uh, the Atlanta Falcons know who their starting quarterback will be next year. Falcons head coach Arthur Smith told media that he is committing to Desmond Ryder as a team starter for the upcoming campaign. Smith said that starting Ryder is the team's, quote, plan going forward right now. Second-year quarterback was drafted in the third round of last year's draft out of Cincinnati. Hmm. And that, Travis, is SportsCenter. That is your SportsCenter. All right. Very good. Very good deal. All right, so uh, let's see. A lot of stuff to get to here. So uh, you want to keep it going with uh, the City Connect? Yeah, let's do or City you wanna, Connect. Or you want to do NASCAR? I see you got that pulled up. No, I just, I just have all the tabs open. I have a computer now, so I can have tabs open. I do see so, that, yeah. Uh, I have all the tabs open. So, no, we can go We can go City Connect, Travis. Because all right, so six teams are set to get the City Connect uniforms in 2023. Those six are the Atlanta Braves, Texas Rangers, Seattle Mariners, Cincinnati Reds, Baltimore Orioles, and Pittsburgh Pirates all coming at you this season. And the first up is going to be Atlanta, debuting them on April 8th. So pretty quick debut. Mm-hmm. So uh, City Connect jerseys coming back for 2023. Yes. yes. And then the remaining teams will be getting City Connect in 2024, mm-hmm. which includes the Cardinals. Yes, yes. So, all right, here you go. Uh, the Atlanta Braves. Yep. They've uh, revealed them. Yes. Hot off the presses. Yes. Travis. What do you think? These are the best ones yet. Best ones yet? The best mm. ones yet. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of dig them. They're, they're super clean. They're retro. They are they retro, They are what yeah. the Braves jerseys used to look like back right. when Hank Aaron right, was yeah. playing. And I love the the, the details. And I have, the, I have this pulled up, Travis, because you may not see these when you first look at this, okay? Right. Particularly that one hidden detail in the hat, too. Oh, I don't have the one in the hat. I just have on the collar, and we'll talk about that. Um, so the A on the jersey is the city of Atlanta, used by the Braves in their For the A marketing campaign, as well as their rallying cry for the A. So makes sense that that is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the collar, the inside collar, there is a 715, as shown on the Fulton County scoreboard the night Aaron, uh, Hank Aaron broke the all-time home run record. So I think that's a nice detail that all the players will have that 715 there. Um, they also have Hank Aaron's motto, keep swinging with his number 44 on the jock tag of the jerseys as well. Um, the colors and sleeves are inspired by the 72 to 75 Braves uniform that Hank Aaron wore when he hit number 715. And each of the sleeves shown, uh, it, it used to be a uh, Native American kind of uh character but now it is it, people said it looks like a mountain but it's not it's a crown for the home run king is yeah. what's on the sleeves so i like that a tribute to the home run king and the braves making a statement that no matter what hank aaron is the home run king they have jerseys to prove it yeah there isn't another person out there who has a jersey to honor how many home runs they've hit yeah just pointing that <laughs> out yeah. i liked i liked it i liked it a lot that they have that with the uh, the king the the king crowns and then the yeah, the keep swinging about. on the inside of the hats as well on the brim, uh, Travis. These are, these are the best ones by far. Best ones by far because it honors the city, but it honors the baseball too. Right. It ties it and, all together. And they didn't get too crazy. This no. was a, no. a uniform that they have wore in That they've the past. worn before, unlike yellow or green or whatever <laughs> for the Red Sox. <laughs> yes, the yellow. <laughs> 
It'll always be the worst to me, Travis. I know the worst. I would have taken green because of St. Patrick's and the Irish heritage in Boston. Like that, mm-hmm. I would have. I would have gone with them on that. Yellow, I don't care. You're the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it pays tribute to the Boston Marathon. Uh, I know but, it does. That uh, doesn't mean but... I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, so these are, are super clean, super nice. I would definitely wear these if I was a, a Braves fan. By the uh, way, for the, sure, the cap is super clean as well. The Sox have the crown and the 715 as well. Hmm. So I, I like that they're going full on honoring Hank Aaron. Yeah, it's a full and, tribute. Yeah, and, and it's great. I, yeah. I Again, there is no other team when doing these that have honored a specific player. Right. They've honored the city. Some of them have honored like jerseys of the past and, and stuff like that. This is straight honoring one guy and one moment more so than anything else. Right. When he hit 715, that is what they are honoring. And because of how big of a deal Hank Aaron was, not just to the Braves, but the Atlanta community, I think it is a perfect, perfect representation of what these jerseys should be be right yeah absolutely got the uh nice clean of the a yep on the uh, jerseys for city connect for the braves debuting soon april 8th coming at you yeah i'm looking at all of them again travis they have a, a thing here with all of them and i i still say that the the a is the best for atlanta um yeah I, i'll i'll say i'll i'll keep saying that um I still, I still like the the Padres ones. Those are cool. Those are, but it, to me, it's too radical. Like it's too out of the box. <laughs> I don't like it being super out of the box. Little out of the box, sure, but let's not let's not go crazy. So Atlanta, you did it right. You honored one right. of the legends of the game. You're the only team that has done that. And they could have, Travis. They could have gone with. There's so many things of, of importance throughout history, not just baseball, but history of Atlanta and, and the importance of it. They could have gone, you know, they could have done something really dumb like Washington did with the, the flowers. They could have just had peaches all over the jerseys for Atlanta yeah. and Georgia peaches. And I'm mm-hmm. glad they didn't. I'm glad they went baseball, which to me all is right. what this should be. Yeah. Connects with the city for sure. Yeah. And so uh, next up, the Rangers, they're going to be wearing them on April 21st. We have not yet seen them. Uh, Mariners on May 5th. The Reds on May 19th. Baltimore on May 26th. And uh, Pittsburgh on June 27th for the uh, City Connect uniforms. And when they reveal those, we'll uh, we'll take a look. And April 1st, you can buy those, by the way, the Braves. Ah, April 1st. April 1st. April Fool's Day? Maybe. April Fool's joke. Someone's getting fooled. Mm. So there you go. Atlanta City Connect uniforms. The latest from Nike. Nine out of ten from me. Nine out of ten. Pretty uh the best pretty yet. High praise. I get yeah, praise. It's there. gonna something's gonna have to blow me away to get a ten out of ten, Travis. We'll see. We'll see what the Cardinals I can't wait can till the Cardinals up. next year where <laughs> the whole back of the jersey is nothing but every NL Central title they've won. No, it's not central. Uh, we don't celebrate those. I mean, we only celebrate championships. 
can't win anything else lately. So we're not the Colts. We don't hang participation <laughs> banners up in the You're stadium. You're not the Braves who have a banner for every, every East title they've won. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep. But uh, yeah, I, I again, I think the uh, the Braves did did the best job right. so far. Yeah. All right. So, I kind of wish now, good. Travis, that the Cubs on theirs would have honored like Ernie Banks, right? Like yeah, done something. He's the guy. That you or Harry Carey, Harry Carey would have been another good option as well. Mm-hmm. Ron Santo, yeah. there, you you could have done a couple different things. Like why we aren't using these jerseys to honor our past baseball, I don't get why not. Right? Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So the Giants you could have put someone on yours to make a statement, but nope, Atlanta beat you to it. Nope, and uh, we got to have the fog instead. Yes, because that says Giants baseball. Yeah, those are. It's for San Francisco. Those are still a swing and a miss. Yep. (laughs) Fog also means England, but that's okay. Yeah, it's true, but at least has some orange in there to tie it in. Yep. All right, so uh, let's uh, move on uh, and uh, let's uh, get to uh, NASCAR and uh, NASCAR Pick'em. Yeah. We're at Richmond this week. We're at Richmond this week. Don't know what to expect. Richmond has stunk as a track for like the past eight years. So not super thrilled about this. Not excited at all. So Travis, you won no. last week. Got on the board. I am on the board. It means you get to pick first. Thank goodness. You I'm, get to go first. I'm on the board. Definitely needed that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, last time out. So... Let's see here. Who am I going to pick? Still have him in there. Remember, we'll reset at the playoffs, and the uh, Clash and the All-Star Race do not count. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, do this. I don't know if he has ran well on any other track coming up. But, okay. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, pick Ryan Blaney this week. Blaney? That's not a bad call at all. I don't mind that pick. I've already picked Blaney, so I can't pick him, pick him again, obviously. But mm-hmm. he finished second at Arizona out in Phoenix, which is – a, another kind of flat, shorter track. It's the other only other shorter track we've had this year. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate that pick at all, Travis. I think that's a good Ryan pick for Blaney. You. Ryan Blaney for Travis. There you go. Uh, I am going to go with Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell. He hasn't had a great season thus far, but I'm I think this is a place where he can really kind of cash in. So, uh, I'm going Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell. Those are our picks. Very well. Very well. We'll recap it on Monday. Yep, Monday. Monday. We'll be back to do that. Yes. All right. So uh, next thing and the only other thing before we get to uh, the uh, central picks is uh, entertainment. Yeah. This weekend. Yes. The sports entertainment yes. this weekend. Sports entertainment variety. It's WrestleMania. It is. It's WrestleMania week. SoFi Stadium. You might you might have seen some things pop up yeah. here and there. I, I see uh, some uh, WWE wrestlers come on uh, Wheel during first take of fortune. Wheel of fortune. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep, yeah, yep, so yep. they're going all out in Hollywood. The big one. It's uh, goes Hollywood. This is the the Super Bowl of wrestling, and we get it two nights in a row now. 
Uh, yes, it's become so grand. I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the two day thing, but I am a bigger fan of that than sitting through eight or nine hours. Yes, of I agree. Big, but how about you just don't have that show. many matches on there? We got to have everyone needs a payday, right? Everyone needs our That's what the Battle Royals thing. were for, Travis. No, we got to have those on WrestleMania SmackDown. I would much rather have that and have focused stories going into Mania than just a bunch of people thrown on cards. Yeah, yeah. there's two big uh, stories uh, this this coming into this uh, Mania. And, uh, of course, uh, The Miz is the host. Yeah. Real world fame. And also... It's been on Dancing with the Stars as well. Yes, yes. And uh, one of the uh, biggest podcasters out there, Logan Paul. Yeah. YouTube star. Yes. Brother of Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. <laughs> He's going to be wrestling. He is. He's going to be been wrestling Seth Rollins. What I've seen from him. Yep. This is the uh, first few matches he's had. I think he had a tag match with Miz uh, last year, I think, and at some point. Yep. He had a one-on-one match with Miz. And, SummerSlam. Uh, he had a one-on-one match with Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Crown Jewel. I, I forget about that one. Yeah. It's Crown Jewel. Yeah. He dove. That's where he got hurt. Yep. He dove off of the top rope yep. and onto the announce table, and he was taking a selfie while doing it. And he eliminated Seth Rollins from the Royal he Rumble. He did, the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, <sighs> WrestleMania, what is it, 39? 39, yeah. It's kind of hard to keep track that they don't keep track they of don't it now with Roman anymore. numerals. Nope, nope, nope. It's too big for that, Travis, just like the Super Bowl. It's too big for the Roman numerals. But they're going to be in the, the Rams and Chargers Stadium. Yeah, so where five. the Super Bowl was just last year. Yep. Two, Did, two nights in a row. Saw kind of the stage of it. It does look really cool. I'll give them that. I haven't seen any spoilers yeah, for the yeah. stage. It I'm look, usually all about good. that. It looks pretty good. Yeah. It, it, it's it's coming together pretty nicely. Coming together nicely. Yep. So. Unfortunately, on that one uh, uh, one sports book that they always have yeah. uh, pools for, they only had that one match with Roman and Cody. So that's the only one yeah. I saw. Yeah, which Cody's gonna. And that's know. never. And that's fun, kind of. But it would be better if they had more than one one match right. available for a pool. But uh, that's the big one on uh, night two of uh, Roman Reigns been the head of the table for two years and uh, champion for however many uh, some days. Universal champion, undisputed, and uh, Cody making his return last year. The WWE and going for the big one. Yep. Son of Dusty Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Going for the title is Daddy Never Won. Yep. And going for it on night two of WrestleMania. Great. Also, John Cena is going to be there. Yep. As well, fighting on the first match of night one. Yep. Against U.S. So champ. So can get out of there. <laughs> against, US, against U.S. champ Austin Theory. Yep. So... Well, Travis, even though I know you don't have, I I actually have odds. Would you Would you uh, like to odds, odds yeah. for every match? Yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. So we'll ju- we'll just start at the top. If you mm-hmm. want to keep track of these, you could. Um, I'm not going to. All right. Uh, <laughs> so the men's showcase tag team match, the four way: Braun and Ricochet versus the Viking Raiders versus Street Profits versus Chad Gable and Otis. The favorites are Strowman and Ricochet at plus one hundred. Hmm. Viking Raiders are plus 135, Street Profits 175, and Gable and Otis plus 1,400. Yeah, so I 
I would go just because I don't want Strowman and Ricochet. I can't wait until they break up. Uh, Street Profits in this one. I'm going to go Viking Raiders. Uh, Street Profits, I think, are going to be splitting up soon, so maybe it starts here, but I- I'll go Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women's tag team match doesn't have odds, so we're not even picking that one. It is a throwaway nothing match. Uh, potentially Rousey and Baszler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Should be. Yeah, Ronda Rousey's in a uh, four-way nothing. Sh- showcase, yep. fatal four-way. Yep. Uh, she has been dealing with injuries, though. Father versus son match. Rey Mysterio versus yes. Dominic Mysterio. Dominic minus 175, Rey plus 130. Rey Mysterio going into the Hall of Fame yes. this year as well. Uh, I would lean towards Dominic here. Me too. I I I agree. It should be it should be Dominic as a passing of the torch kind of thing. Not say Ray's gonna retire, but yeah, he says he says he's not. That doesn't mean retirement. It's because yeah. he's going to the hall. Whatever. And uh, does Dominic interrupt his Hall of Fame? Speech? I hope so. I hope so. I mean, might as well, right? Yes. Yes, please. So, um, I also would like Dominic to get slapped by his mom, but. <laughs> Uh, Six-woman tag team match. Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish versus Damage Control. Uh, Trish, Lita, and Becky minus 215. Damage Control plus 1,500. Plus 150. I'm sorry, not 1,500. What is this one? The six-woman tag. Oh, Damage Control. Damage Control and Becky, Lita, and Trish. Uh, I'll pick Damage Control. I'll do... uh, Lynch, Lita, and Trish, because it's a nice fitting end that they win and end this. So then you, you mentioned this. it, Travis. Seth versus Logan Paul. Logan Paul plus 300. Seth Rollins minus 500. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I would I would lean towards Logan Paul in this one. I'm going to say Seth, because if Logan wins, where do you go from here with that? What? Why? Why? Why would he win? Well, I was going to say he strapped the rocket to him, but he's already challenged for the And he already said before. this is his last match on his contract. Really? Yeah, he's come out and said that this week. So I I think unless they're negotiating, you have Seth wins, so then you have someone to feud with Cody. Again. Again. Again, for That's the right. belt. For the belt. No. Brock versus Omos, Travis. Omos plus four hundred. Brock Lesnar minus eight hundred. Brock Lesnar and Omos. Oh, what a hoss fight uh, this will be. Uh, I can't go Omos. I I'm gonna go Lesnar here. Yeah, Brock minus eight hundred. That's a pretty heavy favorite there is Brock. But can he F five him? I hope so. He's a big man. What he weighed in four hundred and. Some odd pounds. I hope so. This Seven past foot Monday. two or whatever. Yeah. Big Omos. Yeah. I hope so. Go Brock Lesnar, though. Ring breaks. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Hell in a Cell. Finn Balor versus Edge. Finn minus 175. Edge plus 135. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, especially if uh, Finn is the demon here, mm-hmm. I would go Finn here. I'm going to go Edge to end the story. The story started 10 months ago. The natural conclusion is that Edge wins um, and and ends it. Um, I think this could be the match of the night. Match of the night, and it's also Hell in a Cell as yes. well. Yes, yes, Wow. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. Charlotte Flair defends her title against Rhea Ripley. Charlotte plus 500. Rhea minus 1,000. Wow, so heavy favorite. Heavy favorite is Rhea Ripley. She won the Royal Rumble. Yep. 
Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go Rhea here. Go Rhea Ripley. It should be Rhea, but Charlotte has a way of every time she should lose, it ends up not losing. <laughs> Look at Asuka, WrestleMania 34. So, therefore, I'm going Charlotte. Mm. Boo. Raw women's title match. Champion Bianca Belair defends against Asuka. Travis, both of these are minus 120. Straight pick them. Wow, straight pick them here. Yeah, and, I mean, I would agree you know oscar's kind of been changing character yeah she's more towards the dark side uh now and bianca's kind of ran through everybody so it's kind of like what you said about yep. where do you go from here with logan paul but where do you go from here with bianca yep <sighs> yeah so i'd go oscar here i would go oscar as well uh Undisputed Tag Team Championships. The Usos defend against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Usos plus 800. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens minus 3,000. <laughs> Heavy favorites. There's no way else else this match ends other yeah. than Owens and Zayn winning. Yeah. Heavy, heavy favorites. One of the best storylines in the past decade has been Sami Zayn, and it has to conclude with him raising the titles above his head with his BFF, yep. Kevin yep. Owens, reunited. Yep. So, yeah, I would it agree. It feels so good. Yeah, it does. It's awesome. Unless it's all what a swerve, awesome. and he turns on Owens. A swerve, bro. He turns on Owens. Ah. Oh. Oh. Uh, Austin Theory defends the U.S. title against John Cena. John Cena plus 250. Austin Theory minus 400. Yeah, again, where do you go from here if John wins? Uh, he's already yep. been U.S. champ before. I could see it if maybe he's going for the first time ever. Yep. Uh, and it puts over Theory as well. So yep. I go Theory. Theory's got to win this. There's no other logical conclusion. John Cena rides off into the sunset to Hollywood and Peacemaker. And, yeah, just... Right, yeah. I could see this being his last match ever. Peacemaker. Yes. Yeah, becoming a big movie guy. Yes. And Fast and the Furious franchise That's right. as well. I mean, he's got so many irons in the fire. He can't Expedian. be busy. He can't be busy to wrestle Travis. But at least he's here. At least he's here, unlike that other guy unless who used other to movie wrestle, star. Who, who is a big-time Hollywood person. Who is a person. former person in mm -hmm. Fast and Furious, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match. Gunther defends against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre minus or plus three hundred. Sheamus plus one twenty. Gunther plus one hundred. Ooh. Uh, I'm cheering for McIntyre here, but I have to give the edge to Gunther. I will go Gunther as well. And then undisputed title. Cody Rhodes goes up against the reigning and defending champion Roman Reigns. Roman plus three twenty five, Cody minus five fifty. Mm, so, good favor here for Cody, the underdog, to uh, take this one, and uh, Cody has to end the story, finish yep. the story. He wins. He ends Roman Reigns' reign of terror, reign of the head of the table. It's over, as Cody wins. I agree. I mean, I hope. I, I don't know why. I hope not. I, w I want there to 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 be something that uh, you're always a hater of Cody. I'm not a hater. Been I, for a while. I just I just want it's too predictable, Travis. We know this company doesn't like being predictable. Predictable. But, but they will mess up years of story just to say they got you on one night. Yeah, but sometimes predictable is okay. I agree. I wouldn't mind predictable. So, all right. You mentioned DraftKings uh, or a sports book. Um, 
<laughs> Oops. Spoiler. Ah, spoiler. Um, they don't sponsor us. So. No one's listening by this point. Um, <laughs> so, Travis, uh-huh. prop bets. Are you ready? Okay. For that, that Roman Cody match. Uh-huh. Will either participant drive a vehicle during their entrance? Yes or no? No. Yes. I think Roman comes in in like a, a, a limo type of thing. For the because of the Goodfellas movie trailer we saw, it does, yeah. So I, I I would like him to come out of a limo with the whole bloodline. Mm. Who will attempt the first pinfall? Uh, Roman. I'll say Roman. Quick spear to start off the match. Ooh. Superman punch, pin. Ooh. Quick. Get the crowd going. <gasps> <laughs> oh man. Yep. Yep. Wow. First to use a foreign object, Cody Roman or neither? I think I said neither, so I'll go neither. I'll go Roman. He's the bad guy. Should use a foreign object. Which part of the set will break first? Announcer's table, ring stairs, ring ropes, or none? I said uh, ring stairs. I will say table. Mm. Well, it's been a while since we've seen an announced table break. It's been a little bit. Which will happen? Roman hits crossroads, Cody hits a Superman punch, or neither? What was that? Roman hits crossroads, Cody hits Superman punch, oh. or neither? I could see Cody with a Superman punch. I'm going to go neither. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the, the best. Uh, who, if anyone, will interfere for Cody? Solo, Sami Zayn, other, or none? None. Yeah, I'll go none. I'll go none. Who, if anyone, will interfere for Roman? The Usos, Solo, Heyman, or none? I said Heyman. I think the Usos. And the Usos will be so defeated after losing their titles that... That's the day before, Travis. That's night one. They got a whole day to recover. But like, get out of my sight. He'll be like, get out of my sight. Go back home. I don't no, even want to see you Roman, Roman's worried. Roman's worried. Get out of here. How many spears will Roman hit? Less than four, four, or more than four? I said four. I think four is a good number. How many crossroads will Cody hit? Less than three, three, or more than three? I said more than three. Less than three. He better not hit more than three crossroads. <laughs> well, he's always about the, the double and tripling up, possibly, and yeah. just one single one. I don't know if you could do that with Roman, though. I don't know. Will the match spill out into the crowd? I said yes. No. Pinfall, submission, DQ, or other? Pinfall. How many belts will Cody have at the end of WrestleMania? Two, one, or none? Two. How many titles will Roman have at the end of WrestleMania? Two, one, or none? None. Oh, Travis. I didn't even think about this. What if there's a double pin? Each person gets a belt. Uh, no. You're not going to end your biggest show of the year with a double pin. Everyone wins. All right. No. Double knockout, double count out. We have seen that before of ending a WrestleMania, but no. Spear into spear, they both get knocked out. And we don't have to worry about a cash-in this year because yes. we don't have a Money in the Bank winner because Theory already uh, uh, failed in his cash-in attempt. Yes, for the U.S. title. 
and then he won two weeks yes. later. Anyways, we'll move on. Let's move on to baseball, Travis, what people <laughs> right. really want to care about. Yes, so hopefully people have uh, stuck around uh, through as uh, the uh, Central preview coming at you as we got American League Central and the uh, National League Central, of course. So we'll keep the people going a little bit longer. And let's talk a look at the American League Central first. And we'll start off with uh, the uh, team that won this division uh, last year. It was their first ever Central Division title. Get it? It's their first uh. ever. Got it. It's the first season as the took Guardians. Me a second. It took me a second. Not it's the first on. season as the Guardians. The first t- titles for Cleveland mm-hmm. in, for the Central since 2018. And in the playoffs, they didn't last very long. They lost in the uh, American League Division Series against the Yankees in five. They have a quiet offseason overall. They did acquire Josh Bell, though. And they also have a catcher of the future in waiting, uh, Bo Naylor, as well, that maybe get excited for. And uh, they do have an amazing pitching staff, uh, Shane Beaver, uh, uh, Cal Cantrell, and also Tristan McKenzie. But Tristan McKenzie uh, just uh, came out uh, the other day that he's going to be shut down from throwing for at least two weeks, and he could miss up to eight weeks in the worst-case scenario after an MRI revealed he had a shoulder strain. So they're going to be very cautious with the young McKenzie there. Uh, you know, they also got a Zach Plesak as well, Aaron Cervelli, and Emmanuel Chase closing it out in the bullpen. Uh, Jose Ramirez for them, a dynamic player, and they locked him down last offseason. And they also locked down another uh, player yesterday as they signed Andres Jimenez to a contract extension there on a seven year, $106 million contract extension that includes eight year club option as well locking him up through 2031 for the guardians there in the central and i didn't even realize this since it was such a just a wacky division a down division the white Sox actually finished in second place last year yep. they were 81 and 81 so i uh, did not realize that that was good enough to win a second place in the central but uh last uh 2021, they uh, won the division, but they fell back to 500 last year. It was their first non-winning season since 2012, and uh, their last division title was in 2008 before that uh, 2021 campaign. Uh, no more Tony Larusa, so new manager there. Also, they said uh, goodbye to uh, Staple and Jose Abreu, uh, as well as Johnny Cueto and uh, Josh Harrison, A.J. Pollock, and then they also are going to lose for a significant amount of time Liam Hendricks as well. The outstanding closer announced in early January that he's receiving treatment for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and a no timetable for his return mm. to baseball has been set, but he has been coming around uh, through a treatment in the spring training, and uh, the team was glad to just have him around and have him uh, presence in the uh, clubhouse, one of the locker room leaders. Uh, there and he said that he has been staying in some baseball shape uh, there as well but uh, again receiving treatments there don't know how long he'll be out Uh, Kendall Graveman will most likely handle the closing duties as he does have some closing experience there so uh, White Sox bullpen 
in a question uh, there. They did bring in Andrew Benatendi to play left field. Aloha Menez and Andrew Vaughn, they will slide into first base and DH positions, uh, replacing Abreu uh, there. And uh, they both combined 129 games in the outfield uh, last year for them. They also added Mike Clevenger as well, and he escaped the suspension after having some domestic violence accusations, and he will not face a suspension uh, there for the uh, White Sox. The Twins, they finished in a third of place last year as uh, they fell below 500 for the second year in a row, despite they had a 12-run differential, plus 12 run differential and Carlos Correa what a roller coaster uh, experience it's been for him we've already ran through a couple of teams that he's already could have potentially signed with well he ended up back on with the uh, twins there so uh, hey guys I'm back I'm back after I Dress signed up the Giants the Mets Indians right back there in Minnesota, uh, they did uh, send off uh, the American League uh, uh, batting champ Luis Ariza to the Mar- Marlins, but they did acquire Pablo Lopez in that deal. He was really the only addition to that pitching staff that was in the bottom half of the league in ERA last year. Of course, with Correa in that lineup, they got Byron Buxton, Max Kepler, Joey Gallo that I forgot about, and uh, they also acquired Christian Vasquez as well to be uh, the catcher for the Twinkies. In fourth place last year was the Tigers. So they fell well below 500 for the sixth straight season in 2022. And uh, they also, it's the swan song for Miguel Cabrera as he's set to retire after this season. So uh, they will hopefully be drawing people to the ballpark for that aspect. Uh, kind of like the Cardinals did last year mm. uh, with our pools. Speaking of the ballpark, they're making significant changes there to Comerica Park this offseason in an attempt to increase the offense. They lowered the center field wall a foot and a half and brought it in from 422 feet to 412 feet to center field. The wall in right center field will be shortened from 13 feet down to just 7 feet, while the right field wall will also be lowered from 17 uh, and feet from eight and a half feet so uh, big changes there for Comerica Park as it's been uh, just a a problem for a while mm-hmm. uh, there Riley Green and Spencer Togelson are one of the uh, premier players for them hopefully they'll have better sophomore seasons than they did kind of disappointing rookie uh, seasons uh, they did have our rookie our young phenom Casey Mize but he went Underwent Tommy John surgery last June, and Tyreek Screwball also had a flexor tendon surgery in August. So uh, those two guys are on the long road back. And then in last place last year were the Royals, as they were bad once again last year. Their sixth straight losing season after those two World Series appearances mm-hmm. seems so long ago. They, they finished do. 65 and 97. Last year, as in the Royals are in full rebuild mode, maybe they're finally starting to get out of that, possibly, but uh, still last place for Kansas City. But they did have a successful spring, so that's right. See if that translates to the regular season here. So, all right, American League Central. How do we feel about this division? Well, I got uh, I got the Tigers at the bottom. 
Tigers at the bottom. I don't think those improvements to the field will help. Yeah? Because they still have Javi Baez. That's true. I forgot about that. And so he will strike out in a <laughs> myriad of ways in clutch situations. Yeah, I forgot Baez was still on the team. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have the Tigers <laughs> at the bottom. Tigers, uh, last place. Followed closely by the Royals. Mm-hmm. These two teams are having a race to the bottom of the AL Central. So, um, I got the Twins in third. Okay. I got White Sox second and Guardians first. Exact same minus the bottom two as last year. Right. Yeah, so uh, I went with the uh, Royals finishing in last place so once again. So, uh, sorry, Kansas City fans, but in last place again. And then uh, the four might surprise some people. I got the White Sox four. I do not really like what they uh, did uh, with the team in the offseason. And so I know their pitching staff, they got some good pitchers there. But I just did not realize that they finished at second place last year. And I'm not feeling the White Sox at all this year. So I got them at four. Mm -hmm. I got the Tigers at three. I think it is a distant three. But I got the Detroit finishing here in a third. Hopefully uh, they can send Miguel Cabrera out with uh, some good things there. I got the Twins a second, and I got the Guardians as well winning this division as well. Young talent. Hopefully they don't take too much of a step back, but they are glad that they play in the Central. So Yeah. This is one of the weaker divisions in all of baseball. Definitely, for sure. I would agree 100% uh, with that one. All right, so uh, we've come to the uh, program, the NL Central. Yep. Here we go. Cubs and uh, Cardinals, that's where uh, we see uh, those two teams. And instead of starting uh, from the top, let's go from the uh, bottom up. As the uh, Pirates, they finished in uh, last place last season. And uh, one of the bright spots this year was that Andrew McCutcheon is back. That's right. They yeah. brought back Kutch for uh, at least one more season there. And that was really one of the bright spots of the uh, off season. That's really one of the only bright spots uh, for uh, the Pirates at all. Uh, one of the other ones is O'Neill Cruz. He's a stud. He's got a cannon arm. He did strike out a ton last year and one of their other better players is Brian Reynolds and he's not happy there in Pittsburgh as he requested a trade in December so watch out for him potentially being dealt at some oh, yeah. point He'll be moved. during this season so uh, their pitching staff had one of the worst ERAs in baseball and they didn't really do a lot to improve on that they did add a few couple of other minor pieces but uh Hey, this is all about getting people to the ballpark. Andrew McCutcheon is back for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, the Reds were also in the cellar here of the Central. They also lost 100 games. They were 62 and 100 last year. That was their first 100 loss season since 1982. They do have two studs in the starting rotation. Hunter Green. He was 15 and 13 though last year at a 4.44 ERA. Did have some glimpses of dominance, but not very consistent there from that aspect. One guy that was good was Laredo as he registered seven of it eight games with registered seven games with eight or more strikeouts. There we go. And that 
resulted in 135 strikeouts in over 103 innings. Hasso had a 3.66 ERA. Hey, they added Will Myers. Didn't realize that. They brought him to Cincinnati. And, of course, they do have the former National League Rookie of the Year, Jonathan India, as well in the infield. And uh, the NL Central has actually produced two of the last three Rookie of the Year winners. Mm. And uh, they may potentially have a dark horse uh, for Rookie of the Year if he does see some playing time in Cincinnati. The 10th-ranked prospect, Ellie De La Cruz, is expected to make his debut later on and also this could be the swan song for Joey Votto as well and he's in the last year of his 12 year extension that he signed all those years ago and he started on the IL ending his 14 year streak of opening day starts there in Cincinnati for Joey Votto all right here we are the third place team and that was the Cubs last year had a very active offseason for your Cubbies over there. You signed Dansby Swanson, yep. seven years, $177 million contract. You also gave a one-year deal, $17.5 million to Cody Bellinger. Yep. You hopefully he has 2019 Cody Bellinger yeah. and not last Pretty year Cody, <laughs> Cody Bellinger. In 144 games last year, Belly hit. 210 average, 150 strikeouts yeah. in 144 games. I mean, if we're going to – I'm surprised we didn't bring back Baez. We, I mean, <laughs> talk about guys striking out a lot, either homers yeah. or bust. Yeah. And uh, you also signed uh, James Tyon as well, four years, $68 million, and uh, brought back Drew Smiley as well. Mm-hmm. You brought in Eric Hosmer, Tucker Barnhart, and a Trey Mancini veteran ad as well. So very active off season for yeah. the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, and he also locked up uh, Horner to an extension. To yesterday. me, to me, it's health. Health is is the key for this this Cubs team. The health of Suzuki. When Hendricks comes back, what are you going to get from him? Um, and and can some of these young players, you know, be what they're supposed to be? Mm-hmm. That's that's what what I'm looking for out of this Cubs team this year. I think if you're looking for the Cubs to contend, you're out of your mind. Right. Yeah, and I don't think that a lot of fans. I think that they are kind of uh, more excited with us the acquisitions of Swanson, and they're hoping for good things for uh, Bellinger. But uh, yeah, I would I would agree. I, I don't know how high of expectations you would have as a Cubs fan coming into this season to me you know i want to see you know like i said stroman didn't have a great year last year he's gonna be looked at to be the one on the mound what are you gonna get and he's in in year two of a two-year deal if he plays good depending on where we're at he may be shipping out of town come july Mm -hmm. um and then like you said there's there's some younger players i look at uh hayden wasneski as one of the the young pitchers I'm looking at for the starting rotation to hopefully have a good year. The Cubs are kind of counting on him uh, to have a good year. Um, Yeah, as I say, they definitely have some young players, position players, and some uh, pitchers that could potentially help you this season. Patrick Wisdom, can he bounce back, have a good year there at third base? Um, You know, you you mentioned Nico, obviously. Ian Happ, what's his future look like in Chicago? How long is he going to be wearing that Cubs uniform? Um, there's yeah. a lot of question marks 
I think I am a little more excited than I was at the end of last season. But there's still a lot of question marks. Yeah, there is still some question marks there on Wrigley Field. So we'll see. We shall see. Uh, and then the team that finished in a second place in this division last year were the uh, Brew Crew, the Brewers. A string of four straight playoff appearances was uh, snapped last season and a completely head-scratching move last year, right? August 1st, they traded Josh Hader to the uh, Padres. There were three games ahead of the Cardinals when they did that. What are you doing? And then they proceeded to lose their next three games. Two of them were by walk-offs. They lost five of their next six. And by August 6th, they were in second place, and they never sniffed first place after that as the Cardinals took control there. It's not like Hayter had a huge season there in San Diego. He wasn't what they thought that he was going to be. Uh, but still, what are you thinking there? Close. Uh, Shipping off one of your closers or yeah. one of the guys that you would expect to be a big part of your team, especially when you were winning the division at the time. And is there trouble in a paradise in Milwaukee as a Corbin Burns, the 2021 Cy Young Award winner, trade rumors they are a swirling and he is not happy after his arbitration hearing. I love some of the quotes that I grabbed here for uh, Corbin about the process for him and the Brewers. He said, there's no denying that the relationship is definitely hurt from what transpired over the last couple weeks. There's really no way of getting around that. You kind of find out your true value. You think you work hard for seven years in the organization, five years with the big leagues, and you get in there and basically they value much different than what you thought you've contributed to the organization. They won the hearing, but when it came down to winning or losing the hearing, it was more than that for me. So uh, feelings hurt for your Cy Young Award winner there in uh, Corbin Burns uh, there. And I also heard that, uh, Ryan Helsley as well for the Cardinals were kind of uh, his feelings were kind of hurt about uh, his arbitration hearing with the uh, Cardinals and that's one of the things there with the organization you're trying to pinch pennies and save as much money as possible and uh, you want to you don't want to insult your players when you go to these hearings no. and that's kind of what uh, Burns and Helsley uh, were felt like uh, there so could trouble be in paradise for Milwaukee. Uh, Burns is one of the best pitchers in the National League. He had 243 Ks last year that led the National League. He had 2.34 ERA in four of the five years. He's 35 and 19 with a 3.21 ERA. Don't know what you want much more uh, from him if you're the Brewers. Uh, Christian Yelich. Mm. Third straight season with under 15 home runs for a guy that used to slug home runs all over the place and used to be one of the most feared hitters in their lineup. Not so much over the last several years. Uh, they did lose uh, Colton Wong at second base. He went to Seattle. Uh, they did add Jesse Winkler from Seattle. And they also have another Contreras in the division. It's William Contreras there, the backstop. Of course, besides Burns, their pitching is pretty good. Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, and even though that bullpen isn't as feared as it once was with Boxberger setting up Devin Williams and Josh Hader, but they still do have Devin Williams locking it down there in the pin. And also last year they did have Rowdy Telez have a good season, Urias and Willie Adamas 
as well for the Bruker last year that ended up finishing in second place and completely out of the playoffs after the trade happened. And then last but certainly not least, there was the division winners from this year or from last year, 93 and a 69 for the Cardinals. They were National League Central champs once again, 12th time to do that. And uh, the next closest person was the Cubs as they have six Central Division titles. And uh, this NL Central has not produced back-to-back winners since the Cubs did it in 2016 and 2017. But, you know, winning the Central, you know the story of what happened in the postseason. Yeah losing to the Phillies the way that they did. Helsley blowing it there in game one and then a non-factor in uh, the next game after that. Cardinals are 1-9 and nine in their past four playoff series. They lost the wild card series in 2020 and 2022, the wild card game in 2021, and they got swept in the 2019 NLCS by the Nationals. Of course, last year's storylines were dominated by Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. They're gone. Adam Wainwright back for his swan song. He's going to be starting on the IL, of course. Big offseason move was Wilson Contreras. You needed to fill the hole for Yachty, and you did that by getting the best catcher on the market. Five-year, $87.5 million contract for Wilson. And, of course, Paul Goldschmidt winning the National League MVP. And Nolan Arenado, his teammate, was third in the MVP voting there for the uh, Cardinals and uh, Miles Michaelis just signed a two-year extension not too long ago and since Wayno is out he's in for opening day starter tomorrow and uh, Jack Flaherty we need him to be 2019 Jack Flaherty and uh, we'll see what happens there he's been kind of inconsistent lately and hasn't been healthy we'll see if Jordan Montgomery when we acquired him in the deadline he, he was pretty good but we'll see if he can do for a whole season uh, we'll see what happens. I think Helsley will be fine after the arbitration stuff and after blowing the game in the wild card uh, series and the bullpen. You know, yeah, Gallegos, Jordan Hicks, he threw gas. His past, a couple weeks ago in a spring training game, he threw 104 miles an hour. You know what the infield looks like. You got uh, Arenado, Goldschmidt at the corners, but you also got Tommy Eden, Nolan Gorman. And Wilson Contreras behind the plate. And it looks like Andrew Kisner gets the backup role, even though <sighs> Trace Beria had a better spring training. But eh, service manipulation, I know. But uh, Kisner is going to be the backup. And uh, it is anticipated that they're going to use Contreras in the DH role like he was used in Chicago a little bit. So Kisner is going to have to have – a better production or more consistent uh, production. He did have a couple good months, but then he had a couple awful months as well in the most playing time that he saw this season. And I met him there at the Cardinals caravan. Couldn't be a nicer guy, but just got to get a more consistent um, play out of him, and he would probably tell you that himself there. And also in the outfield, you know where it stands. Tyler O'Neill need a bounce-back season from him after Eric picked him to be the uh, National League MVP. Not quite last year. Dylan Carlson, he had a, a great spring. Uh, international sensation Lars Newbar will be back in the outfield. And the uh, number four overall prospect, Jordan Walker, on the opening day roster as well. He could be starting tomorrow for all we know. 
but it could be those three that I just mentioned previously as well. And I need a more consistent season out of Mr. Steven Matz as well. Hey, though, he had a pretty good spring, though. So we'll see if that translates into um, the new season. And TJ, or not TJ McFarlane, but uh, Matthew Libitor had a good uh, spring, but he's going to be starting in AAA Mm -hmm. Memphis to begin the season. So I would like to see him have a better season than his disappointing rookie uh, campaign. So hopefully he has a bounce back year this year. For your NL Central champions, the St. Louis Cardinals there. All right. I think I've set the table good enough. I believe you have, Travis. Here we go. The Central Division. Let's go from the bottom up. All right. I got Pirates in the bottom. Mm-hmm. I got the Reds at four. Yep. I got the Cubs at three. Mm-hmm. I got the Brew Crew at two, and that means I got the Cardinals at one. Cardinals at one. So... Cardinals are winning back-to-back division titles. Yep. yep. Okay. So, it's a very good thing. I got the Pirates in the bottom as well, uh-huh. so we agree on that. I also agree that the Reds will be a fourth as well. And I got the Brewers third. Oh. They're trading away Corbin Burns at the deadline. Well, probably. Getting him out of here. But I don't have that much faith in the Cubs. I don't but. fear. I don't fear this. Uh, pitching staff at all yeah. besides Burns. Yeah. I mean, Woodruff is good, but I got the Brewers third. I got the Cubs two, and I got the Cardinals one. So you're going against yourself. Every other year we do this, I'm not putting the Cardinals first. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. So <laughs> I'm not going to pick the Cubs to win the division. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know. I know. My, my usual thing, I want to be – Pleasantly surprised uh-huh. rather than utterly disappointed. But oh, Travis. I know I'm setting myself up. You're setting up. yourself up majorly here. I know. Well, let's let, – let, let's, all right. So the table has been set. We have all our division winners. Let's – do you want to do awards or postseason? Uh, let's go to postseason. All right. Postseason. Mm-hmm. Starting AL? Sorry, AL, yeah. So the Yankees are my one seed. Winners of the East, best record in the East, best record in the AL. Okay. I got the Astros as the two, winners of the West. Three, I have the Guardians, winners of the Central, worst record of a division winner. <laughs> and then my wild card teams, I have the Mariners at four, the Orioles at five, and the Blue Jays at six. Mm. Okay. Um, all right, so uh, my American League uh, playoffs, I got uh, the uh, Blue Jays as the uh, best overall record as the uh, one seed because they play in uh, the uh, Central. I got the Guardians as the uh, two seed. I got the Astros at the three uh, for my division winners. For my wild card winners, the uh, first wild card, I got the Los Angeles Angels getting into uh, the uh, playoffs. And the Yankees there at the second wild card. And I got Baltimore squeaking in there as the third wild card for the American League. So in my first round, uh, I have the Mariners beating the Orioles. And I have the Blue Jays beating the Guardians. I got the Angels matching up with the Yankees. And I got the Angels winning the wild card series. And the other one, I got the Astros and Baltimore. Even though I'm cheering for the underdog story, I got the Astros winning that one. 
I have then in my uh, DS the one seed Yankees and the four seed Mariners and the two seed Astros, six seed Jays. I got the number one seed of Blue Jays against the four seed Angels, and I got the Angels winning. The uh, two seed of Guardians against the three seed Astros, and I got the three seed Astros. I had the Yankees winning and the Astros winning, which gets me an ALCS of the one seed Yankees and the two seed Astros, and I have the Yankees winning. I uh, I have the uh, ALCS. I got the Angels against the Astros, and I got the Angels going to the World <laughs> Series. You're going all in, aren't you? <laughs> going all in. Going all in on it. Going all in. On if you're going to be wrong, trial. Travis. You might as well be wrong. <laughs> Put it together. Uh, all right, NL side. Yep, NL. I, I got the Dodgers as a one. Mm-hmm. I got the Cardinals as a two. Yep. Winning the Central, and I got the Braves as a three. Mm-hmm. And then my wild card teams: the four are the Padres, the five the Phillies, and the six Brewers. Uh, so my number one overall is the uh, Braves in the uh, National League. I also have the Cardinals with the second best record at number two. I have the Padres there at a three. For my uh, three wild cards, I have the uh, Phillies getting the number one. I got the Dodgers getting the uh, second wild card. And I got the Cubs, the third wild card. All right, so my first wild card round, I got the four seed Phillies beating, or four seed Padres beating the five seed Phillies, and I have the three seed Braves beating the six seed Brewers. In the wild card series, I got the uh, four seed Phillies beating the five seed Dodgers, and the three seed Padres beating the six seed Cubs. In my second round, the DS, I have the four seed Padres beating the one seed Dodgers. Ooh. And I have the three-seed Braves beating the two-seed Cardinals. Because we know the Cardinals can't win in the postseason. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in the uh, DS, I got the uh, number one seed of Braves getting the win over the uh, four-seed of Phillies. And uh, I have the three-seed Padres getting the win over the two-seed Cardinals. So what's your CS? Braves and Padres. Four-seed Padres, three-seed Braves. Mm-hmm. And I have the Braves winning. <laughs> I got the Braves. <laughs> I got the Braves winning. So I have Yankees Braves World Series. We're going back to '96 or whatever, uh-huh. and uh, I have the Braves winning. I have the Braves and Angels. You've gone this far, Travis. <laughs> Just go ahead. <laughs> Otani and Trout get it done. <laughs> Angels World Series. How much entertainment you put on that, Travis? Go ahead and doubt him. Oh, put put some down, Travis. Yeah, I haven't really looked put to ten, see. Put ten on it. <laughs> put ten on it. We'll see if we do a show come football season. <laughs> uh. All right, my award winners. By the way, really quickly. Mm-hmm. AL MVP, I got Otani. Yeah. NL MVP, Travis, I got Arenado. Mm. Yeah, the uh, American League MVP. These some of these awards aren't going to match up with the uh, playoffs, mm-hmm. but you know I'm kind of hedging my bets there. If these two, if these guys end up winning the awards, right, then right. 
they'll be fine. Uh, I got the AL MVP. I could have went Otani here, obviously, but I'm going to be different. And I went Yodon Alvarez for the Astros. Okay. I think Julio Rodriguez is a good option yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. In the National League, I also have Nolan Arenado getting the MVP, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's Trey Turner, especially yeah. if the Phillies are making the playoffs the way that they are, I have them doing. Mm-hmm. Then Trey Turner could be the MVP. AL Cy Young, I got Garrett Cole. And NL Cy Young, I got Max Freed. Max Freed. All right. So the American League Cy Young, I also win against the grain here. I took a stab at Luis Castillo there for the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of the other heavy favorites is Manoa for the Blue Jays. And obviously, if I have him as the number one right. seed, right. that could be a great possibility as well. And in the National League Cy Young, I win Julio Arias for the Dodgers as well. Uh, AL Manager of the Year, I had Brandon Hyde of the Orioles. And NL Manager of the Year, I have Snitaker for the Braves. American League, I had John Schneider for the Blue Jays. And the NL Manager, I have Bob Melvin for the Padres. And AL Rookie of the Year, I have Gunnar Henderson. Mm-hmm. And NL Rookie of the Year, I have Corbin from out in Arizona. Yeah, Corbin Carroll. Yep, Corbin Carroll. Yeah, he should be an amazing player there. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go against the grain there for the National League Rookie of the Year. I have Kota Singa for the Mets, mm. who signed a five-year, $75 million contract and the american league rookie of the year i do agree with eric gunner henderson the third baseman he's the number one overall prospect in baseball and if baltimore is going to make the playoffs they need to him have a good season don't sleep on yushida though for the red Sox. but i mean if the red Sox are going to finish in last place i don't know if he can win rookie of the year right in that case but uh also uh, volpe for the yankees should be great as well I also think, by the way, um, don't be surprised, uh, Jordan Walker. Yeah, throw his name in there for sure. Yep. I think he has the second best odds. He does. uh, Behind Corbin Carroll, he's the favorite to win. Gunnar Henderson is the favorite to win the Rookie of the Year. Uh, Cy Young, uh, Jacob DeGrom in the American League is the favorite. I can't trust his health. Yeah, Garrett Cole is the second uh, favorite there. Uh, my uh, Luis Castillo, he's kind of down there, plus 1,600. Uh, the uh, NL Cy Young, Alcantara, he's the number one favorite. Corbin Burns, the two. Who did you have as the oh, Max Freed? Yeah. He's plus 1,200. Um, my Cy Young, Urias, he's kind of down here too. Mm. How are your angels to win the whole thing? <laughs> What kind of entertainment uh, you putting on that? Let's see here. World Series winners for the Angels. Have to scroll. Yeah, scroll a little Cardinals bit. Cardinals is plus two thousand. Oh, hey. Plus four thousand. The Angels. I'm telling you, Travis. Put ten on it. I mean, put ten, ten units. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good payout. Put ten on it. We'll see if we're doing a football show. <laughs> it's pretty good. I always like to see how much I could wager and how much it could potentially win on the payout. But it's a little fun game I play. So, all right, we'll see if the Angels can get it done. And that is the uh, preview of the uh, 
Major League Baseball's opening day will begin tomorrow. And Eric will be back to uh, talk about all of that tomorrow. And uh, so it will be uh, a little bit until you talk to me uh, again. As I'll be back on a Monday. So uh, have a, a good weekend, everybody. And hopefully everyone enjoys opening day. One of the best games. One of the best days in all of sports. So we're going to get out of here with uh, that. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for uh, downloading. And I'll be back on Monday, but make sure you tune in for Eric the next couple of days. Till then, I'll talk to you then. Peace out. <laughs>